Welcome to the comments from the Peanut Gallery Podcast. And now a word from our sponsors. The Wolf is here. The Lone Wolf Beard Company is Colorado's premium beard company offering 100% all-natural products to bearded beasts of all different shapes and sizes. Pick up your original scented product now and stand out from the pack. Because hey, let's be honest, you weren't meant to be in a pack and you were brought in this world to stand out and leave a mark. So unleash the wolf within, howl at the moon, and conquer your goals. Leave a mark, be a wolf, and seize the day. That's the Lone Wolf Beard Company. Colorado's premium beard company offering 100% all natural products. All right, everybody, welcome to the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz. I'm sitting here alongside my man, Yusuf the Moroccan Devils Law, and we got ourselves an extra special guest here today with, uh, with Leo here. Yusuf, how you doing today, man? Pretty good, man. How are you? Doing very well. So you're, uh, you've got to be feeling pretty good about where you're at right now, man. You just came off of a huge win on national TV on the LFA fight card. How's that feel? Feels pretty good, man. I was like, I know it was, it was coming to me. Uh, it's just a matter of time, to be honest. But I'm just focusing on what's like what's next for me. It's not like when is a win to me, you know, like. I'm impressing myself, so everybody else is impressed, so that's all that matters, you know? No doubt, no doubt. So, that being said, what is next? Uh, we don't know yet, completely yet. Hopefully it's the Contender Series, but we don't know 100% yet. So, we're still trying to figure that out. Okay. So, you kind of, you know, you fall within a unique situation yourself right now, as opposed to, you know, most fighters that are out there you know, dealing with Ramadan and what whatnot right now. So can you kind of explain to the people out there, you know, shed light on, on that part of your life? Oh, yeah, Ramadan is like, uh, I kind of, so this year I'm being smart about it. I'm not training crazy much, but I'm still training, you know. But Ramadan is like you can't eat or drink since uh, when the sun goes up all the way the sun goes down. Sun goes down, you can eat. So it's kind of like a little bit tough on athletes, but you kind of, see and feel back like the weight cut and all this stuff so kind of you f- you kind of get used to it kind of and then makes you feel a lot better and, and the, the energy is different too so when you eat you didn't eat that much it's just like wow i fasted for 18 hours but i can't i don't eat that much which is weird but it's crazy how life works so how does that feel, you know, when you're training with, you know, with the dehydration factor and everything like that in the mix? Like, you know, d- d- I'm sure it has to be something that you can immediately feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, if you do, like, wrestling and scrambles and this and that, I'm done after that. I'm like, I can't, can't go more than that. But that's why this, this, this time of time I just do, like, the techniques, learn all the new stuff, but not actually, like, spar or none of that stuff because I... And especially with the brain, too. You know, the brain doesn't have a lot of water in it. So you want to chill out a little bit. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Taking it smart. That's a, that's a yeah. very good approach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have, a, you have a very high ceiling. So that's I think that's definitely a smart way to go about it. More so than just the injury factor yeah. on that side of things. So, yeah. You know, with, uh, with everything that's been coming along for you, now that you, you've had another big finish you finished every fight 
what what does that mean in terms of you know your recognition amongst peers and whatnot? I mean, you're you're undefeated five and zero. You finished every fight at this point, and the last couple have been very decisive. So how how does that shake up? I mean, it's kind of like I'm just proving a point to all these. Uh, you know, I was an amateur. I only had I think three, four, three finishes. Yeah, I had three finishes. But it's, and then, then when I went to pro, messed up my, my pro debut at 35. So everybody thought I was like, oh, you know, he's not that, that great of a guy. So, and then 45, I just decided to change uh, my mentality. I don't chase the, to be honest, the finish or nothing. I, the, everything just comes to me. I was like, I do, I'll do whatever I need to do out there. Business, you know, handle the business. I'm not, I'm not messing around or nothing, but it's kind of amazing to see how, uh, Oh, everybody now talks about me. So before they they weren't, but still. So I just keep I just keep doing what I'm doing. That's what all matters to me. You're definitely taking care of business inside the cage, but I definitely feel like you know you you've got a very gravitating personality and <laughs> you know, a lot a lot of charisma across the board. You know, uh, it, everywhere I go and all the different circles that I've started to you know network with and be involved with. I mentioned your name, or your name gets brought up, and everybody knows who you are. <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just do me. You know, it's kind of like let it, let it out there. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be something else. I'm just trying to be me. You know, I was like, they don't like it. They don't like it. They like it. They like it. Seems a lot of people love it, but um, seems like you're having fun with it at least. <laughs> <laughs> I always have fun. I was. Uh, Especially the la- the last card in LFA, I, I, I was it was it was a lot of fun at that time. I was I got my victory, but I was crazy celebrating with the with the team. So it was it was it was a crazy thing to see. So I let my emotion go a little bit in that one. So <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Pat Milicic, <laughs> uh that LFA card on the commentary that said, you know, Yusuf the Moroccan Devils of all just seems to kind of find his way into the camera <laughs> with about every shot over here for Factory X. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Well, hey, I mean, you had, the, you had the fly suit and everything rocking that night, looking like a true champion. So, you know, couldn't have been a better opportunity. Yeah, here we go. I was like, I, uh, I kind of did it for him since my last amateur uh, fight. I kind of dress up after every every fight so and it's kind of I don't know it just gives me like I don't care who's who's seeing you know people some uh I kind of seen in the last I think two opponents or so they, they're just laughing you know I was like I'm dressed up and this and that and I was like I'm about to beat your ass looking good so that's uh <laughs> that's what I'm at so look good feel good right there we go and you fight good I tell you well I mean you can't argue with the results <laughs> at that point you know, real quick, want to throw a throw a shout out to uh, to Jim Walter out there for uh, for being a big part of making a lot of this happen for uh, for you, and then also helping make some of the connections for the comments for the Peanut Gallery podcast happen too as well. So thank you, Jim. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Uh, Jim is a uh, is a great guy, man. It's kind of I wish I started with him earlier, but I, I everything happens for a reason though. So I started with him since like my third fight. Well, yeah, I haven't signed a contract to like the fourth fight with him, so it's crazy how it's only been technically two fights with me, but 
He's been with me for... He's just been doing a lot of things, man. He believes in me the same way I believe in myself, and then the team's believe in me. So it's kind of... It's a great thing to see and a great chemistry to have, too. So. It's never a bad thing to have a, have a strong circle of support behind you in that yeah. respect. No. So, you know, I mean, you guys as a team, and I talked about this with Jordan a little bit the other day, you guys as a team have just been absolutely cleaning house for the most part across the board. Everywhere that Factory X goes, you're bringing home wins. So, and it just seems like it's more and more all across the board. So, you know, how, how, uh, how does that feel? You know, I know we've talked about this before, but as everybody keeps on having more success, what's that like in that room every night? It's it's little it gets little uh, like how you say it? it's more like kind of it's energy but the energy just goes up more they're like oh you know how you, some people when they win they get lazy no that's not happening because we have fights on fights on fights on fights coming on so like everybody comes on like guarantee you coach will come back after uh, Chile card is gonna definitely kind of come come up with something new and stuff like that so it's kind of Pushing us every time, and then I mean, I'm actually flying in Wednesday with uh, Phil Gonzalez. Took a short notice, so uh, I don't know if he had the information out, so I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna let it all out there. But uh, it's kind of like it goes from one to the next one to the next one. It's it's busy, so much busy for Factory X. But I mean, we motivate each other, kind of. That's that's how I feel like. It kind of use each other's energy. And then the the fight energy that we had, and then all that stuff kind of just put in the training, and then the results will show up. And then it's kind of like, it's amazing to see our gym or team getting the recognition in in the UFC and all that stuff in the high level. So that means that means a lot to me. I'm pretty sure it means a lot to the, the coaches and and then the head coach, of course, Mark Montoya. So yeah, absolutely. Shout out to uh, the coach Montoya out there. So you know with. That much energy in the room with that much compounding success across the board, do you sometimes find it hard to, I guess, gauge where your progress is at or where you've been building up toward because everybody else is progressing so much as well? It's kind of hard to see exactly where you're gauging yourself or do you feel like you have a pretty good barometer of where you're at? See, for me, I kind of focus on mainly the the game plan, to be honest, but I get better at, like, the stuff that I, like, I get beat on, like, in the training. I'm like, oh, this guy's beating him in this. Oh, I'm, I'm getting my back too much in this guy, whatever, you know? It's like, there's all these reasons, but every, I feel like every guy focuses on, on himself, kind of, so it's kind of gets you up there, but you always have that one better guy at the gym, like, better than you, so you can't, you can't really do nothing about it, but you, but learn from it and then get better at it, so that's, that's what I'm, I'm focusing on, on me, and then helping the other team, because I'm, I'm one of the coaches, so I hold pads for these guys, I teach classes, so it's kind of like, whatever my knowledge is, i trying to give it out there, and trying to make them technically better than me, so I, I, ho- I would hope they're better than me, so. With you coaching, do you feel like that's helped you, helped you round out your game overall as a martial artist? You think yes. that's made you better? Yes. I think uh, I started that when, uh, I think for the last year. So, and I mean, I've been in my pro career, it's, it's only nine months. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely helping me, uh, like, IQ-wise, and then see all this stuff. So, because remember, it's like, uh, if you can, if 
if I see stuff, it's a whole different than me just doing it, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of great teaching and then training at the same time. So sucks, but you gotta do what you gotta do. No, definitely. I I would only imagine that you know you would just learn a lot more about yourself as a, as a practitioner in general, being in some of those teaching situations. Yes. You know, you, you start to see things from different angles that maybe you wouldn't have just as a, you know, as a, a solo artist. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's why this is all, all coach always say this in the corner. is like, don't think, let us think for you. So you just go out there and fight. That's why, that's why you have corners with you. You know, it's not, if you're not listening to the corner, why you have corners with you? So that's the type of deal. kind of, because we see stuff different than you see it. So it's like, it's like bird's eye camera, you know, we, we see all that stuff. So. We kind of tell you how to beat this guy, blah, blah, and all this and that, but it's, it's, it creates more IQ, and then it's like the habit just goes, and then just, oh, wow, shine, I can see this. I know what this guy's good at. I know what this and that, and all that stuff, so. Makes total sense on that side of things. You know, you've, obviously, you've got great confidence within your corner. Yeah. Me, me, me and Mark always talk, uh, always talk smack to Mark, and then, Listen, <laughs> do this. I was like, oh, I got you, I got you. Especially in the last uh, LFA fight, uh, he walked out of my corner first round, and I was, uh, and he was like, oh, listen, breathe. And you know, I told him mouthpiece, take my mouthpiece out, blah blah. And we were talking, and he was like, listen, this is all he throws is right hook overhand, and we said it at the same time, so it's kind of. I, I seen it too, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, it's a, it's a little Mexican. I was like, ah, let me, let me, let me get away <laughs> from him. But, but that's kind of, it, it's kind of funny environment for me. It's kind of to have fun with my corner. And I always, I'm the person that always likes to have fun, no matter what it is. You know, it's, if you get asked for it, you better fucking at least smile and get out of there, you know? But I don't want to put too much pressure on me. Like I learned it from the amateur. I'm like, too much pressure on me, but if they see in my last amateur fight, I was the calmest I've ever been. So that was that kind of gave me the the confidence to go up to the to the pro league and then just keep doing it. To be honest, yeah, I was uh, you know I talked with you before the fight that day in Vail. I was pretty impressed with the composure. You're very calm, collected. Yeah, everything right before you know you had to go and be there for uh, you know for your official obligations and all that. Like you know, I don't know. I feel like some people would be a little bit more like you know like a caged animal, like kind of day of type of situation, or you know, I don't know. Like it's just kind of kind of crazy to see like you're just as calm as can be, just sitting here conversation. Yeah, like we are right now. I don't know if I mean if when they go back with me in the locker room, it's the same thing. It's like I'm. I'm having fun. We always talk smack to each other, blah blah. You know how how that the family love is. You know, we always talk smack to each other. That's how it goes. But I mean, after that, I was just like, when when it's business, like me hitting pads and this and that, it's business. Like I'm focused, you know. But that's what I kind of learned to do the past year or nine months, to be honest, from my whole pro career. So so it's kind of been. Especially the last, the second LFA, first LFA fight I took, the two hour notice one, I went, I went in and then I was like, like I went into bed that, that night after the weigh-ins and I was like, holy shit, I'm taking a fight in two hours notice, like this is, this is a big deal. And I was like, the guy I'm fighting, I was like, fuck, I'm looking at it big. But, <laughs> but I mean, when I came in the day of, 
that which is crazy. They all only had forty five minutes to get my hand wrapped and get warmed up because they said, "Oh, you're walking at six. So it's kind of like we were rushing everything still, but I was still just handling business. And I was like, everything changed. Focus. We're not there. And just just did it. So it's kind of kind of good feeling, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think it's kind of crazy to know just from getting to know you and knowing your your backstory, being a uh, you know being very strong in striking and kickboxing. The majority of your finishes now are by submission, correct? Yeah, I only have one one TKO. Yeah, so four, four, four submissions. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't know. I just keep uh, keep surprising this guy. So. <laughs> I mean, they haven't they haven't seen my uh, my my striking yet. So. You've said it though many a times or multiple times uh, in in our time together. Your goal is to be a complete martial artist. Yeah, so I feel like you know you're really showing that you do have a, a well rounded game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be that one specific guy. You know, like for for example, just look at Damon Mayan Usman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Usman still controlled in the ground still too, but kept him mostly striking too, but. That's what I'm kind of like. You, if you were one guy, I know what you're good at. It's kind of like could be problems for the guy you're fighting. Like let's say if I'm fighting a striker, it could be a problem. But if I know it all, would not know it all. But you never know it all. Let me take that back. But it's kind of like you know every from piece to piece more than him. Like why risk chances of you striking with this guy? Instead of just beating them the game plan. So that's that's where I'm kind of always at. I'm like, stick to the game plan. That's it. Did you feel in that last matchup that you were ever in jeopardy at all? Or that you were ever in a compromised position? No. Actually, that fight, we didn't, we didn't even have a game plan. Just do me, to be honest. Because we don't know which guy we were fighting. There were so many Daniel Sotos out there to look up. But then, like, we just didn't, we didn't care. So we just moved around there and fought. So... They believed in me. I believed in myself, and I just went out there and fought. So, I I feel like I ain't got touched at all. But there's a few bruises in this and that. But I I really didn't get get touched touched. So I'm I'm always happy with that. <laughs> it's nice when the recovery doesn't involve a, a whole lot of the heavy bumps oh, and bruises. Oh yeah, I'm, not, I'm I'm the guy who's like trying to get less damage than possible. So I was like. Moving, making people miss and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the name of the game. But then you also have your, you know, you have some crazy motherfuckers out there, like your Matt Browns or Diego Sanchez of the world, or those guys who yeah. who thrive off of getting hit or who enjoy the pain. Who you wait know, you're just engages of the world. Yeah, wait until you train with those guys. <laughs> I can only it's, imagine. It's uh, we have this guy Mini Hunt, man. Yeah, he's Adam Martinez. That guy's from Pueblo. He's he's gonna be the next uh, superstar, I think. So, shout out to the Steel City. They make them tough down there. Oh, sure, hell they do. Look at the fucking Jordan. We got Phil too. I was like, yeah, those guys are a little tough, motherfuckers. Tell you that. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know, shout out to Jordan to Tony. Uh, you know, so with with a lot that's uh, you know, I kind kind of lost where I was going directly with that, but. Talk to us a little bit about you've you've got some pretty solid sponsors that line you up, you know, weekly with your your recovery and all that. Just speaking on the recovery side of things, so what does that look like for you? Like coming right out of a fight, does that is that extra chiropractor sessions? Is that 
do you do cryo? Or are you cupping? Like, what does that look like? No, for me, I don't, like, I don't have a, I only have, like, a one kind of sponsor for the, for recovery, which is the, uh, Dr. Trent in Denver Chiropractor. So, he's kind of been the guy who's uh, always helping me right after, like, the fight. So, like, the, after, especially after this fight, I don't know, I was, uh, I had so much, uh, like, elbow tendonitis and stuff like that. So, it's kind of been, just been helping me with it, you know. I just go, I was going in there and then he does all the stuff that he needs to do, to be honest. You just tell him what's hurt and what does not hurt and then we go from there, to be honest. That's good, man. That's good, that's good. So, who else, uh, just because we haven't covered it yet so far in this episode, who else is, uh, you know, who else is in your camp right now, sponsorship-wise? Uh, well, first and most, comments from the peanut gallery. <laughs> I mean, a little self-plug, you know, appreciate that uh, one, but you got Receptra and all that, right? Yeah, uh... The guy Receptra Natural, that's, you know, CBD and stuff is helping me with re- recovery and then inflammation and all that stuff. So, kind of natural way more than, like, I still use ibuprofen if I have to, but I, I hardly use it. To be honest, all the CBD for me is kind of been keeping me cool and chill. Uh, shout out to Jim, where he said that. My team, Factory X. My coach, Mark Montoya. Uh, Landau Performance, that's where my cardio and my strength comes from. So, shout out to Augie, that's uh, my strength and conditioning coach. Uh, and, uh, what What's else up, do we Coach Augie? <laughs> what else do we got? I'm pretty, I'm pretty much... Oh, Lockton, that's uh, Ted, my one of my privates I hold for. So, he's, uh, he's been supporting me for the last two fights. So, that's, that's awesome to see. Good stuff right there. Teamwork yeah. makes a dream work, right? There we go. Well, that's what I kind of said. I was like, I told my girl just last night, I was like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I hardly had any sponsors. I didn't even know what sponsors were until I stopped fighting. I was like, because I fight in Morocco. There's no sponsors in Morocco. I was like, I didn't even know. But it came here. Amateur was fine. Didn't get no sponsors. But as soon as I got to uh, do the pro league, and I was like, first fight, I still didn't get no sponsors, I don't think. Yeah, I don't get a sponsor until, like, the third fight. Yeah, first fight and third fight. That's that's when I really started getting sponsors. But it was kind of see the, the support you get, you know? So it's kind of amazing to see the people believe you're going to get in the top, believe the support they give you and all that stuff. So I I appreciate that for for all these guys, you know? So... Well, you definitely have our support, obviously, you know. Appreciate it. One hundred percent all in back you know, on the dream on that side of things. You know, it's it's a kind of surreal thing on on my side to see where this has kind of grown and developed to on that point. To just to be in a position to, you know, to help fuel something that's a passion of mine, like loving this sport, loving the game. And then being able to have a personal connection to it on that side of things like that that's pretty incredible feeling on that side you know i have a, I have a pretty big mentor that I kind of follow out there and just track along his name is Hans Molenkamp. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before or not, but Triumph United is his company, and so he's been a big brand ambassador for companies like Monster and all of that oh nice yeah Monster's so huge. Yeah, I mean, if you if you pull up this dude's Instagram, like, every day he's making power moves, you know, he's meeting one day and rolling with 
with, you know, Hoist Gracie, then going and training with, you know, last week in San Jose when he was there with the cats at AKA, you know, just everywhere all across the board. Wow. This guy has you know, the who's who of connections as an influencer and a brand ambassador. So, you know, just trying to keep on chasing that. He started off way back when he was actually his first sponsored fighter was Tyron Woodley. Oh, and that wow. Was, that was his crack into the game. So, you know, trying to follow a similar arc or trajectory on that side of things and keep this project building. Everybody that's out there listening, I appreciate all the love and support. There's a lot of faithful followers that are out there always sharing posts, sharing loves on the page. So I have to say thank you guys very much. Yeah. I also want to give a very, very quick shout out to uh, to Luke Andrada of Pueblo East High School. He just won the, uh, he's the fastest man in Colorado, ladies and gentlemen. Just won the, uh, just won the 100, yep. Won the, uh, won the Colorado 100 meter. And he also took second in the, uh, in the 200. So, young man is definitely, uh, definitely making some moves. He deserves all the credit, recognition, and respect that he can possibly get. He's also a two-time state champion quarterback in football. Nice. Ever since he was, uh, you know, ever since he was a little kid, when his uh, when his dad, Coach Paul Andrada, would bring him into uh, would bring him into the barber shop, he's always been a respectful kid. Never been shy to you know look you in the eye and shake your hand from the time when he was a kid. So you know, it's it's great to see that he is having some success and he's being recognized for it. That's awesome. So you know, with uh, with. With you talking, uh, you know, from the last fight, you gave some, uh, you gave some belt back. Ha <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's uh, again, that's my emotions just just going through. <laughs> but I, I like you can ask everybody. I plan everything that I'm gonna say. Like I, I knew what I was gonna say, and I told everybody. I was like, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do this. And I was like, you watch, and then I'm like, all right, cool. And like. You know, they they never believe it the first time. They never believe it until they see it. Like, All right, cool. But for me, I was like, I watched the, the I think they find this weekend, I think, this Friday, uh, the 245s, the champion and the interim champion. So I was like, like I know I can be, I can, I can beat these guys. I was like, I know I can be the next LFA champ. Um, but I'm not, I'm trying to, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focusing on bigger things. You know, I'm focusing on, UFC. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make my name out there in the UFC and make make my country proud. Make my country up there. You know, you don't see you don't see Moroccans in the in the UFC thing. You know, so you might see them in I don't know World Series. I think we have. They had one guy, but it's hardly possible. You know, so I'm trying to be that that first guy. Just kind of step it up a little bit. Top ten, world champion, and this and that. You know, it goes on and on and on. Small steps. You know, but. That's what I. That's what I really want. But I'm, I'm. Of course, my. If the LFA blood comes in, I'm. I'm a hundred percent focused on business, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'll take it easy. It's not. You know, it's every opportunity is an opportunity. You know, but especially if it comes to forty five belt, I'm. I'm taking that home. So that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with that. With that. With that. With the whole belt and then promotions deal. So I told my manager, I was like. Give me a name and a date, and I'll be there. So that's all that matters. I don't care who I'm fighting. So anywhere, anyone, anytime, don't matter to me. Give me that name. It's the right right mentality to have on that side of things. So you know, obviously you're you're not getting too far out of weight range at this point. 
No. You know, especially with, with fasting and all of that at this no. point. So, I mean... Probably make weight. <laughs> yeah, so, so the calls, you know, you're going to be pretty close. Yeah, but I like, for me, I like, I don't... I kind of said, well, talk to my manager, talk to my coach. This is, this is like the first time we're going to take a little bit, a little bit break. Not too much though, like probably like uh, mid July or first thing in August, we're probably going to get back to it. But now, last time I did it, I'm not trying to make excuses or nothing, but I, I lost my only amateur fight in MMA. My body was just fatigued. I was just like done. It's like so much lactic acid built, but. So I kind of being smart with it, you know. I'll take my time, take my time, and then get back to it. But I mean, I fought five fights in nine months, so, and then two fights in one week. So that's that's uh, not a lot of people doing that. But so I'm kind of, I don't know. I feel like me taking a, a little bit of a break. It's not even a break. It's like just get all my stuff together, and then I I I I know my manager will will give me any fight I want. To be honest, so. That's uh, that's that's the good thing about it. So it's like I'm, I feel comfortable taking a month off and then getting back to it. It's not like I'm not I'm like oh, who am I fight? What I'm gonna fight? I'm not. I'm not too worried about that at all. You're five and zero. It's not. It, they want you. You know. So that's that's where I'm at. Can't really beat that. I hope not. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You know, I mean, you know, just kind of with, with that. So I was telling you the other night, and it was it was cracking me up. You know, for anybody that's out there who follows, you know, who follows the Factory X social media pages, if you hear that one voice in the background, <laughs> uh, that's this man right here. <laughs> oh man! I was like, Whether it was kickball to anything, I believe the the caption even for the kickball video was uh, was this guy has not stopped talking since we started playing. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's kind of we always have like you know you always have teammates that talking shit to each other. So <laughs> I'm always the loud guy. I don't know why, but I'm uh, I've always like uh, not stop talking, trying to get in people's heads and stuff like that. But. <laughs> It's 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 fun thing. It's it's a little fun thing to see, and then they kind of have fun with it. But again, I just my emotion goes, you know. Like I don't control it or nothing. But that's uh, it's it's a lot of fun though. It's it's a lot of fun with the team and everybody else. So, uh, for you know, from the outside looking in, I could say don't don't change it. You know, it's it's hilarious to follow and sure. watch and see. And then just, just always, I mean, you know, for those of you who, if you're ever out there, have the chance to stop in at Factory X for a class, or if you ever in general get a chance to meet Yusuf, this dude will keep you laughing your ass off the entire time. You can't uh, walk away not feeling better after a conversation with this guy. So, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So as we kind of tie some things up here, is there, you know, what, what would you like to share out there with the crowd that we might not have covered at this point? I mean, uh, everybody, I actually was talking to my girl about this, but uh, everybody's uh, scared to fail, kind of. So they're always like scared to lose and all this stuff. So I was, I was just literally like last week, I was talking to my girl about this. And then I was like, all these guys are scared to, to kind of follow their dreams and then or scared to fail and stuff like that, but I feel like I'm not scared to lose or scared of fail at all. I feel like fail always give you the motivation to pass your limit point, I feel like. So 
But like if you're doing something, stick with it. Don't don't get so scared that it messes up all your confidence stuff like that. So that's that's one thing. Give it out there. Always keep going, you know. I, I have a saying that kind of falls with that, that, you know, I just write it on all my shit now. Don't fucking quit. Oh, yeah. You know, I have to I have to give a special thanks to you, too, because you uh, you kind of called me out in Vail and told me that, you know, I need to start running if I really want to get serious about my, uh, you know, my path to being healthier and better with my own training and whatnot. So that was a couple weeks ago. We're a couple weeks in the books now, and I've been getting the road work in and I can definitely say that it's been uh, been beneficial. Yeah, running man is uh, it's a uh, it's a very good thing. Uh, or like swimming like that is just more like cardio wise, and then you're not gonna be like a typical American guy. You know, it's like one twenty minutes, twenty minutes in a class, and then you're you're tired or something like that. You you will not be that guy, you know. But it's all small things, you know. It's small things can do a lot of things in your life, so. That's, that's one thing, so. Yeah, you know, isn't it like kind of the, the principle of, you know, small actions lead to large observable changes? Yeah, people are trying to do like bigger things like right away and then they, when they fail, they're like, oh fuck, I, I, did, I did everything that I had for the big opportunity and then messed up. But if you focus on little by little by little by little, the big opportunity will come to you. That's, that's what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm just keep doing me and everything will come to me. That's, that's where I'm at. So I don't, I have, a, I have a great manager. I have a great team. And I was like, all I need is just go out there and do it. That's, that's all that matters, you know. You go out there and win and do this and that. Changes your life. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, this has all been a, been an incredible experience across the board. So I have to say thank you very much to, uh, to your fight team as well, Factory X in general, for, uh, for you know, welcoming me in the doors, you know, to be there and observe, you know, some incredible shit like the other night, sparring, you know, watching, you know, Lionheart and Austin go at it for a couple of rounds. Then, you know, then just seeing, you know, watching, watching Selena in there too, you know, a lot of killers that are just across the board. Yeah. Then naturally, I fucking love watching Jordan. Like when Jordan yeah, gets in the mix, like Jordan's my dog. I fucking love that dude. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cool dude, man. He's, he's been he's been through a lot since the pro career. Like I mean, he, that guy started like one two, and then look at him now. He's six and two, but uh, he broke his arm twice and all this and that. But I mean, he's in, he's in five winning streak, five finishes. So me and him are the same right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta go to the same pad, but yeah, man, that that guy is uh, he, he got some future on him too. So it's uh, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a great thing to see at the gym. You know, it's like all these guys and even the guys who who, who lose. You know, and still we, we don't hardly call it a lose. You just learn to be honest. So I mean, we have we have Derek Brennan. He's way into your training with that guy. Is is. He's, he's been a lot helpful for me to train with a guy like that. You know, the strength is a 45. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's a great thing to see. And then I can't wait to see him get back to, to a fight. He was supposed to be fighting that LFA card with me. And the dude backed out. So it was, it was sad to see. But, I mean, he's, he's a guy to keep, looking on, keep an eye on him. But, I mean, we have great guys everywhere, you know. Especially the forty-five. That's that's the only thing I was missing back at uh, American Top Team in here in Denver is uh, 
all I had was Austin and two heavyweights. Well, four heavyweights, I should say. Like four heavyweights and, and one multiweight, and I was a 35er. So it's kind of, you don't, you still learn, but you're not getting as much as work as training with training partners the same weight class. So, and then that's where I kind of, I felt like I needed it, and I, and I got it when I went to Factory X. So it was awesome. Just been the right thing to take you to that next level. Then. Yeah. That's a good thing right there. So for everybody out there listening, where can people follow you online? Uh, Moroccan Devil 45 at Twitter, at Mor- the Moroccan Devil in Instagram, and then Facebook, Use for the Law. It also has a fan page on Facebook too as well. So yeah. you know, make sure that you check him out, show him some love across the board on social media. This dude is going to be a superstar, ladies and gentlemen. You're catching it early. Uh, we're, we're, ca- we're catching it in, in the initial wave of shit right here. <laughs> but I promise you there, I put my stamp behind it. This is comments from the peanut gallery. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz, along with my man, Yusuf the Moroccan Devils along. He's got sure. huge things coming along. Yes, sir. So as we, as we close out here, we'll be as customary playing Not So Quiet Storm NSQS by Beyond Bridges. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere across the board. Make sure you give them a look. We're also in partnership with the Lone Wolf Beard Company. So make sure that you guys yeah. go out there and show some love out there to, uh, to the Lone Wolf Beard Company. Shout out to Big Pino. I might text him. I might holla Big Pino. <laughs> Get some uh, get some beer stuff going on, taking care of in the mix. So make sure that you guys have a great rest of your day out there. Like I say, this is comments from the peanut gallery. Hashtag CFTPG. Have a great Peace. day. And he reads it aloud 
He can only think of her as he crumbles to the ground And when you go, the world moves so slow When you go, oh, oh, I feel so alone